Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I'm confident we're going to be prepared to play. We're going to go into every game believing we can win. And we're going to have a lot of young players excited to see develop. And we have a chance to be part of that core you're talking it's about. It's time for the Ben Cherrington Show. Every Sunday on the Pirates Radio Network. For all Pirates breaking news updates and information. As well as a chance to win exclusive prizes. Follow the Pirates on Twitter. Add Pirates to Snapchat. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pirates. And on Instagram at Pittsburgh Pirates. Find out more at Pittsburgh.com slash connect. It's the Ben Cherrington Show. Every Sunday on the Pirates Radio Network. Welcome you to our first installment of the Ben Charrington Show. The Pirates general manager joining us, we believe, uh, from Wrigley Field in Chicago. Greg Brown with you as the Pirates get ready to take on the Chicago Cubs in the rubber match of this three-game series. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, Ben. And uh, about half an hour ago, we got good news from uh, Derek Shelton, the Pirates skipper, telling members of the media that uh, Key Brian Hayes would avoid the injured list, a, a bruised left wrist. But moments ago, back on a Zoom call and tells us that uh, now he is going to land on the IL for 10 days. Tell us the extent, if you would, of the injury to Key Brian Hayes. Yeah, well, he's sore today, and, uh, you know, he's got a wrist strain, and um, you know, we, we think the prognosis is really quite good. Uh, you know, does not appear to be any fracture or any, any soft tissue damage, but uh, he's sore, and there's some inflammation, and uh, we wanted to give him a chance to do a little bit uh, baseball today, um, you know, play catch and pick up a bat. And, uh, you know, just, just sore enough where we felt like the right thing was to put him on the AL. Obviously, key's really important to us. Uh, we don't want uh, to be in a position where he feels like he needs to rush back. Um, it would probably be a few days, and, so, and we don't want the team to have to play short during that time. So I uh, went ahead with that decision. Um, but um, you know all all the tests look good, and we just gotta we just gotta you know get that inflammation out of there and um, feel better, and then ramp up ramp ramp up his, his activity again. So obviously we'll miss him. He's an important part of the team, but um, gives Wilmer Defoe a chance to uh, get on our active roster now, and uh, look forward to playing a game today. Ben, how discouraged was uh, Key Brian Hayes uh, to to learn that he was going to end up on the IL? Well, you know, I think he's I think he's discouraged to feel the soreness yesterday and have to come out of the game. He loves to play. Um, I think by the time we talked here uh, in the clubhouse just 45 minutes ago, he he understood that that was probably the right decision. Um, you know, he obviously he you know in, in addition to being a really talented player, he's a good teammate. He doesn't want the team to play short. Um, you know, we were uh, through last night and this morning hoping that maybe we could take it a day at a time for a couple of days and 
see if there was a more rapid improvement and avoid an IL. Uh, but just given the way he felt this morning, even though we really feel the prognosis is good in the long term, um, you know, we felt we had to make that decision. So he understood that, and um, you know, he'll focus on getting getting right and getting out there as soon as he can. And uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, Defoe will will be on the active roster, as I said. Ben, is there a way to explain what, exactly what happened, how he got hurt? Well, it, it was on a swing. Um, he fouled the ball off, and just you know, it was a little bit a little bit of an awkward swing where his uh, his left left hand, his bottom would be the bottom hand, and his swing uh, just kind of rolled over funny, and um, uh, you know, felt felt sort of felt something in his hand and wrist on that swing, and obviously finished the at bat, and then got to first base and um, got checked out and. Um, you know, he obviously wanted to stay in the game. He did stay in the game for a little bit. Um, but before his next at-bat, just didn't feel like he could swing the bat um, at a good enough level. So we, we took him out at that point. Um, you know, and, and again, it, you know, all, all the tests uh, look negative. Uh, prognosis is good, but we got to let that risk, risk calm down a little bit and let him feel good. You, you know, uh, obviously, how important hands and wrists are to – a hitter, and we want him to um, get out there when he's feeling right. Ben, you mentioned Wilbur, Wilmer Defoe now uh, will be activated. A couple things. First of all, he was a, a member of the uh, taxi squad, five players on that taxi squad traveling with the team. So was that kind of a no-brainer that it would be Defoe, to, and you still have to make another move, don't you? Well, we'll need to make, we'll need to make a 40-man roster move before the game uh, that we're working through now. Um and uh, you know, just it, yeah, we felt like the, given given all the information we have, um, you know, and, and and starting with our our belief right now that this you know should be a relatively short term IL stay for for Key. Um, that's certainly our hope. Uh, based on that, based on the fact that Defoe is here, had a really had a good spring training, is really versatile, uh, was already with the team in Chicago on the taxi squad. Obviously, has major league experience and can do a lot of things on the field. Um, you know, this will give an opportunity. I think uh, you know Phil. You know, Phil Evans. Obviously, we'll see some time at third base. Eric Gonzalez, Defoe himself can play there. Uh, so it gives Chelsea, you know, just a, uh, some additional options uh, off the bench. And uh, we felt like felt like Wilmer was the right guy, and uh, looking forward to seeing him out there. The reason I ask about a, a no-brainer, because this is kind of an odd situation. You're on the road. It's the opening series. You've got the five-man taxi squad. You've got Defoe, who can play a number of positions. But you also just re-signed Todd Frazier, who's with the, the, the team right now at the alternate training site. They were working out at PNC Park yesterday. I assume they will today. Uh, so w w was that ever a consideration, figuring if Todd Frazier, obviously, his, his uh, veteran status as a third baseman? Well, again, I think the the emphasis there is that you know our belief right now is that, uh, and certainly our hope is that um, this hopefully is a short stay on the IL for Key, and um, if that's the case, obviously he's going to be back and you know playing third base every day, hopefully not too long from now. Um, and so we, you know, had it been, had the, you know, if it looked like a much longer stay, then you know maybe maybe there would have been other considerations, but given Given what we know right now about Key, we're looking at a you know possibly a shorter term 
situation, and so we chose to add the versatility. And then, in addition, as you said, Defoe's here. He's already on the taxi squad. Um, it would have been impossible to get someone from the alt-site here today because um, they would have to go through intake and all that and isolation. So that's what the taxi squad's for. You know, that's 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 why we bring five players on the road. And, um, again, Wilmer's had a really good spring training, and we're happy to add him to the team. Ben, how tough will it be to uh, have to take someone off that 40-man to get Defoe on it? Well, um, you know, I think, I think the good news is that um, those decisions are getting harder and harder, um, you know, and that's sort of what you want. You know, if 40-man uh, decisions are easy, it means that, um, you know, you're not as deep as you want to be. And, and, and I, I know I've talked about that a lot, just the importance of, building as deep a roster as we possibly can. I, I do think we're getting to the point where, yeah, those decisions get harder. Um, but that's part of it. You know, every, every team's playing by the same rules, and uh, these things happen. You know, injuries happen, and you have to add a player, and someone's got to take Someone's got to come off, and so we'll need to do that today before the game. And uh, today you've uh, reinstated Kyle Crick uh, to be part of the bullpen, and you optioned Will Crow. Was that a tough call? Um, you know, I think, uh, well, certainly we're happy to, you know, have Kyle back. Kyle, um, uh, got to experience the, the birth of his, uh, first child. And so as part of coming back, uh, to the, to the team, obviously he's got to test and go through intake. And so that's the reason he wasn't active, uh, here the first couple of days. And, uh, so we're, you know, happy to have him back on the team. And, and in Crow's case, um, you know, we, we see Will Crow as a starting pitcher and someone who's going to have a chance to make some starts for us this year and compete for starts. And so we really want to make sure that he's uh, we, he's continued to stretch out and pitching on a starter schedule. Uh, he made the team in part because we knew Crow, uh, we knew Kyle Crick would be absent. Um, but this gives us a chance to get Will. Uh, back with our outside group, get him back into the starter schedule, uh, make sure we get that pitch count uh, built back up uh, so that he's a, he's, a, he's a starting pitching option for us uh, before too long. Let's step aside right now, allow our stations to identify themselves. We remind you, some tickets available for the uh, opening weekend of the home schedule. Next Saturday night, next Sunday afternoon, the Pirates will host the Chicago Cubs before they welcome in the San Diego Padres for four. Go to pirates.com slash tickets. We step aside now on the Pirates Radio Network. Welcome back. Greg Brown with you. And uh, we are in Pittsburgh in Chicago at Wrigley Field. Ben Charrington, the uh, first program of the 2021 season. Ben, before we get back to talking about your uh, ball club, what's it like? Tell us because we're anxious for the home opener on Thursday, and then we mentioned the Cubs are in next weekend and the Padres for the first home series at PNC Park. But what's it like to kind of witness uh, fans uh, back at a regular season game? Boy, it really makes a difference. And, um, you know, it's just not something I'll ever take for granted again. Um, And, you know, we're really, really excited to see uh, our fans at PNC for the opener, it's, I, I know our players and staff are. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I had never been to Wrigley Field until last summer, and of course, I was here last summer. But there were no fans here, so it was, it was a strange way to experience Wrigley Field for the first time um, without any fans. 
And I have to say, yesterday, uh, I, it, the opener was really cold, but yesterday it was a beautiful day here. I actually sat out in the seats for a little bit. Um, and, you know, you really just, you know, you, you appreciate and remind yourself not to take for granted what it is like to be in a, uh, a great baseball park uh, on a nice day with fans in it. And uh, can't wait to have that feeling at PNC. I know our, our players and staff feel the same way. Ben, that is wild that that's the last year was the first time you were at Wrigley. That's crazy. Well, it's uh, no, nobody believed me last year. I've been to Chicago plenty of times and I've, I've run by this by Wrigley Field, but last year was the first time I've been first time I was inside it. Well, how do you compare? I mean, of course, you were with the, that iconic uh, franchise, uh, the historic Fenway Park. How do you compare the two? Well, they're very similar. I mean, you know, you've been to both, and you walk down underneath in the concourse area, the way it's built and the columns, and, you know, you're sort of walking through a maze, uh, and then uh, the way the seats are constructed and just sort of the feel around the ballpark. Really a lot of similarities. Um, I'll say this, and again, I can't wait to see it with fans in it, but, um, you know, there's no better place than PNC, so we've got the right one in Pittsburgh. Here, here. Uh, we're talking to Pirates General Manager Ben Charrington, his first show of the season, so a lot of ground to cover in a short amount of time. Uh, tell us about what you saw from uh, Luis Oviedo, the the Rule 5 pick. You made the deal with the Mets. And was there any doubt uh, really over the winter that, that he was going to start the year uh, on the active roster, Ben? Well, I think when, when you take someone in the Rule 5, and, and, and we took two, we, well, we, I would say we acquired two players in the Rule 5 this year in Oviedo and Jose Soriano, who's uh, still down in Bradenton. Um, certainly the hope is is that, they'll, is that they end up on your roster, and um, you hope that they do enough uh, to warrant that because um, if they do that and if you can carry them, then, you know that's the way you keep them, and um, you only you only take guys if you feel strongly about their talent. So we were certainly hoping that he would do enough in spring training to uh, to warrant being on the team. And then of course he got a late start through no fault of his own. He was stuck in visa purgatory um, coming out of Venezuela, so he was late to get going. Only had a handful of outings, um, and really encouraged just how much better he got each outing in spring training. The stuff. Stuff kept getting better, strikes kept getting better, and then uh, yesterday seemed just like a continuation of that. So it was encouraging. Um, stuff looked really good. He looked comfortable on the mound through strikes. Um, you know, he's a very young, talented pitcher who uh, is still developing, and you know, will have, will certainly has things to learn. And uh, but we're excited to you know have him on the team, and I look forward to seeing him again out there. And and Soriano is also doing really well, obviously still rehabbing from the Tommy John surgery that he had uh, about a year ago now, but he's well into his mound progression, um, you know, looks good throwing off a mound, and we'll be bringing him through a progression where he faces hitters and eventually into games. Ben, when it comes to a guy uh, uh, like Oviedo uh, specifically and, and Rule 5 pitchers, oftentimes teams will try to uh, almost hide them or, or bring them in situations where uh, it's not critical. But uh, it, could you see Oviedo uh, maybe gradually uh, getting into kind of higher level situations where you, you know, you're not hiding him, you actually need him to get outs? Well, yeah, I think, 
you know, I, I think as you know, Greg, and and we've talked about you know where we are with our pitching, and we're going to need everybody uh, to pitch, and you know, really do feel that way, and we're carrying 14 pitchers now, um, and I'm sure that we'll, I'm sure we'll use more than that uh, over the course of of the season. Um, so I think everybody out there has has an opportunity to earn more trusted innings and certainly he has the talent to do that so we'll see how that goes really been encouraged uh by our pitching generally through the first two games um um you know i thought you know obviously the bullpen did an incredible job in game one coming out coming in after after chad cool was really competed through those first three innings kept us in a game and then bullpen just came down and shut bullpen came in and shut the rest of the game down and then yesterday, um, you know, I was I was personally really encouraged by what Tyler Anderson did on a tough day to pitch. Um, you know, sun game, wind game, uh, wind blown out at Wrigley against a good lineup. Uh, we talk about playing the course. That was a tough that was a tough course to play yesterday, and uh, he made a lot of good pitches to keep us in the game, give us a chance. Um, and then certainly encouraged to see uh, the guys that you know some of the guys out of bullpen, and in, in particular Oviedo at the end. So overall encouraged by um, the pitching so far, and and you know just hope that continues to be a really competitive situation where Oviedo, but everyone else down there has a chance to earn more trust and earn more leverage opportunities. And speaking of Tyler Anderson, uh, seven strikeouts, five innings, three runs. As you said, he he was impressive. Uh, ben, I guess he lines up then for the home opener, doesn't he? That's the way the calendar looks now, and, um, you know, we, we'd be excited to see him out there on that day. All right, we'll continue with Pirates General Manager Ben Sherrington as the Pirates and Cubs are meeting at Wrigley Field. More of the Ben Sherrington Show coming up on the Pirates Radio Network. Back with more of the Ben Sherrington Show. The Pirates General Manager is at Wrigley Field in Chicago as the Pirates and Cubs meet in the concluding game and rubber match of their opening three-game series on this Easter Sunday before they travel to Cincinnati and back home for the home opener on Thursday. And uh, limited tickets available for next weekend, Saturday night, 6.35, Sunday afternoon, uh, the Pirates and the Cubs before the San Diego Padres come in for four games at PNC Park. Ben, you might have answered the question already, but I'll ask uh, in a different way. What pleased you most about what you saw out of your club in spring training now that we've wrapped up the spring, and you can kind of take a look back at it, and we've opened up the regular season, but, but what were some of the real positives in your mind, what you saw down in Florida? Well, on the pitching side, you know, we came in, I guess a couple things. One is that um, we wanted to take the gains we made last year in terms of uh, development of stuff and how we're using our stuff, and we did make some gains last year on that front and got more swings and misses, more strikeouts. Um, we wanted to take those gains and then, and then also now really work on, um, you know, just improving our control and, and bringing the walks down and, um, and, and continuing to, um, continuing to emphasize, uh, pitch, pitch usage in the right spots and game planning. And, uh, so there's a lot of energy put into that, uh, with, you know, from our entire pitching group and the pitchers themselves. And, uh, and along with that, we, we wanted to see a real competition amongst those groups, knowing that we were probably going to break with 14 pitchers, but we know we're going to use a lot more than that as the, as the year goes on. And we wanted to use spring training to identify as, as much as possible who those pitchers were. So I think we left spring training feeling good about the progress on the field, but also good that, um, that it wasn't just 14 pitchers that we broke camp with that we, that we felt we could trust and rely on 
um, over the course of the season. I think that number is certainly higher than 14. We've got pitchers at our alt-site group right now who we have a lot of trust uh, in to call up and help us uh, when that opportunity comes up. And um, so feel good about that. And I think that's, that's played out here through the first two games. Um, on the position player side, <clears throat> I know Shelty's talked a lot about it, but attention to detail in terms of defense and base running. Um, saw a lot of good things in spring training. Um, we have run into a couple hiccups uh, first two games on defense and on the bases, so we'll look to continue to focus on that and clean that up. Um, and then, and then aside from that, just looking for good at bats. And uh, I do think we saw improvements in just the quality of our bats during spring training, our swing decisions, uh, quality of contact we were making, and uh, certainly saw that here in game one against a tough pitcher. Um, walked more than we struck out, put a lot of balls in play. Uh, got shut down a little bit yesterday, and um, so looking forward to seeing the, the group bounce back today. Ben, how challenging is it to coordinate that alt training site? And uh, the, the schedule came out. G- give us a, an overview of, of, of what that will entail. It's a massive challenge, and thankfully I don't need, I'm not the one who has to do the work. <laughs> You know, a lot, a lot of other people working really hard to make it make it happen. But, um, you know, fortunate, first of all, we were able to work it out to keep that group in Pittsburgh. Uh, that was important to us just to keep some proximity between that group and our Major League staff. Um, pre- really, really appreciate um, the cooperation and hard work from our own staff uh, at PNC and facility operations because it is a massive challenge to effectively host two different groups Um Never mind, you know, welcoming fans back into the ballpark. So, a lot of a lot of hard hard work and, and flexibility from that group. But then, and and then also, uh, our friends with the Steelers and at Pitt um, to make those facilities available to us for April. So, our hope is that um, you know, once we get to May, we will see our minor league season start and uh, we'll get back to baseball in Indianapolis and Altoona and other places. But uh, for now, we're going to make the most out of it, and uh, we do have games scheduled. For that all-site group, um, in fact, coming up here tomorrow in uh, Columbus, um, the group will be in Columbus to play three games tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday, um, against the against the Indians uh, all-site group, and then uh, we'll have another stretch of games later on in April. So they will be playing games to stay sharp, and and that's that's a big step uh, compared to last year. And uh, and then you know the other thing is we're happy that. Altoona gets a chance to, you know, the, the prepare for their season um, and not have to spend, you know, quite as much time worrying about the outside group. So it, it worked out all the way around and just really appreciate everyone's real hard work and, and flexibility on it. So, so Ben, how are you using then uh, the, the Steelers and, the, and Pitt's sites? What, what, what does that entail? Yeah, so the Steelers are really, really just using it as a clubhouse or a locker room space and a weight room space and a training space. So uh, that would be the space that our players would effectively, you know, get ready to go to work every day um, because we, we obviously can't share the clubhouse space at PNC for protocol reasons. So we need some private um, changing and treatment area and, and workout area. So we'll use that there. And then on days... Uh, where the teams on the road, um, that all-site group can obviously work out at PNC because our major league team won't be there. On days that the team, our major league team is home, we'll have access to University of Pittsburgh and we'll be 
working around uh, their baseball team schedule, and we really, really appreciate their willingness to accommodate that. And then, as I said, we'll have some some games uh, mixed into that uh, over the course of April, too. A little bit surprising that Cole Tucker isn't uh, part of the alt uh, site group, or was that uh, also all part of the plan? Well, you know, I think credit credit to him and and our group when when he was optioned. Um, you know, really just started looking at hey, let's let's think about um, how do we get the the most we can out of 2021, and let's worry more about that and less about where we are on April 3rd. And so uh, as soon as he was optioned, and he missed a little time in big league camp um, uh, dealing with a thumb bruise. But once he was past that, uh, he got optioned, and uh, he just dove into some work that he, you know, he just got excited about, stuff he's been working on, uh, particularly in his offensive game. <clears throat> and as we got towards the end of spring training, um, together with him, and he was, he was certainly a part of the conversation, uh, you know, we decided that uh, based on the work he was doing, that it was just going to be easier for him to continue that for at least a little while um, in Bradenton. And we've got a similar situation with Jared Oliver, uh, who's also still in Bradenton. And, um, of course, at some point, you know, we want those guys to be playing games and expect that they will be. Uh, but they got a little extra time in Bradenton to continue to work on some things they started working on uh, this March. And, uh, you know, I, I personally appreciate um, their perspective on that and, and really prioritizing improvement um, over being, you know, <laughs> in any specific uh, uh, geographic location, uh, you know, here at the beginning of April. All right, we'll uh, finish things up with Pirates General Manager Ben Sherrington. We continue here on the Pirates Radio Network. I think we've reconnected with Ben now with about a minute left. Ben, we asked uh, about Mitch Keller getting the start today on his birthday. He did not start opening day at Wrigley on Thursday. He will not start the home opener. We were wondering, was that kind of intentional, maybe to take a little pressure, take the load off of, of Keller so he doesn't think that he's got to carry the, the, the burden of, of the starting staff on his shoulder? Well, before I answer that, let me first say, like, when I was I was put on hold and I was listening to Biggie Small, so I just thought maybe that was your playlist. <laughs> well, that's the kind of entertainment we your, provide. Your, your, your iPhone, Brownie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't think any particular intent on avoiding anything with Mitch. I, I think uh, it's just the way it lined up um, coming out of spring training and looking forward to seeing Mitch out there today. He's, um, you know, we, we saw some good things uh, towards the end of March there last couple outings uh, in the spring. Obviously, the key with him is just attacking the strike zone. He's got really good stuff. Um, he's working hard, and so looking forward to seeing him carry out there today. We'll let you go. You listen to Biggie. We'll let, we'll let you go <laughs> now. <laughs> ben, All thanks right. so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Ben Sherrington Show comes your way every Sunday, and coming up in just a moment, we'll hear the pregame show, and then uh, the Pirates and the Cubs. It's Block and Rock. Joe Block and John Wayner will have it for you. That is uh, coming up in just a moment. Our thanks to Kale Berger, producing at our flagship station, and our thanks to Doran Check. He is directi directing things here in Pittsburgh as the Pirates and Cubs meet at Wrigley Field on Easter Sunday. Zach Davies for Chicago. Mitch Keller starts for the Bucks in the rubber match of this three-game series. Coming up next, it's Block and Rock here on the Pirates Radio Network. Starting... 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.